0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. It's the TNT Denard. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. Yeah. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and
2: re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people. Waiting on the call and when it all Coming to reality, it's over with It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit yep. you never had it You keep your head when you cash it Outlast it, you ain't even got to flash it How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine Those that been down, bouncing back like a How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. if you see another fella up the Denard era, I'm making they life better, yeah Getting ready for the RV Yeah, We getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Yeah, We getting ready for the RV Getting ready for the RV Yeah, We getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Triple P Pam known as Already Blessed We done heard half the news We waiting on the rest Waiting stress Remember that we on the same map Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path It's time for a transfer of wealth And they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together A life of wealth, we living like the living forever Let's go Getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Let's go We getting ready for the RV We getting ready for the RV Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV, yeah. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality.
0: Now it's what it has to be. Just keep it faith and you will see. come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. Incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the to Nard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going
2: crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn. Going on, uh. living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be it. This blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. a Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speaker. IQD, reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Ready? We're ready for the RV yeah we getting ready for the RV get we getting ready for the RV yeah we getting ready for the RV getting ready for the RV yeah get so we yes. get get getting ready for the RV getting ready for the RV we getting ready for the RV yeah we getting ready for the RV we getting the RV and be conceited. This flat life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Uh-huh. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speaker. I IQD, reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. Yeah
0: getting ready for the rv 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 let's go we getting ready for the rv getting ready for the rv getting ready for the rv let's go fantastic
3: To start conference recording, press one. the recording has started.
0: It's
2: time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by the Dynamic Duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic. And Fantabulous Sir, to the M.T. degree. bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone Good
4: Zone. afternoon, TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Monday, February 28th, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with.
1: Good morning, TNT. It is the last day of the month, which means they were saving the RV for my birthday month. Here we go. Let's hope it happens just like that, too. Man, how many years I've been saying that? Anyway, we're (laughs) uh, What's going on? Anything good?
5: Nope.
4: Okay, we couldn't hear
1: you if you're talking. I can't hear you.
4: Okay, I said no you updates. Out. Even...
1: Oh, okay. There you go. All
4: right. Man.
1: All right. No updates went out because there were no updates to go out, right? right? Right, guys, where we are, right where we were last week, I tell you, I don't think we're going to see anything till after Tuesday, and I don't think we're going to see anything till after Tuesday. So today, uh, nothing from the banks. They're not on alert. They're not on standby. Even though they were told it could possibly happen this week, they are not on alert, are not on standby, because everybody's looking for something. Definitive, I guess, uh, to make it go in that motion. So what is going on? Iraq is talking with the uh, Alawi today, finance ministry, talking with the CBI governor, and talking with al-Qaizmi. They want all three of them in front of their parliament today interrogate, berate, or threaten, but just so they could understand why they did what they did, what they were trying to achieve, and was it completed. That's what they're saying. Even though the Minister of Finance didn't want to, and he said on Friday, we discussed it, he wasn't going to respond to tweets and things in public. It was a right way and a wrong way to ask to talk to him, which he was right. He said he is not a Sadar puppet, and he's not showing up and doing whatever Sadar wants, which he's not a Sadar puppet, especially since he was trying to work with uh, Walt's buddy in Iranians (laughs) so far, so we'll see. But he is going to be there today. They to answer questions. This is what they made known because some members in parliament said, "Hey, we don't like it. We'll just dismiss him, and we'll assign somebody else." But the legal experts came out and told them they couldn't do that. You didn't put him in office. You were there with a legitimate parliament caretaker government. Couldn't take him out of office. And until we have a new parliament, nobody can take him out of office or replace him because only the actual parliament can do the actual government. So they really don't have any authority. But he is going to answer their questions. He can quit if he wants to, but they can't remove him according to their legal experts. So he's there. But today is going to be a day of decisions. I think once they finish questioning. What we like is everybody in Parliament is saying change the rate, and none of them have authority to change the rate. Finance Minister doesn't even have the authority to change the rate. But it's what they're publicly pushing for. It should be done. And what he is saying, and the government saying it was done, it's in the 22 budget, and you didn't pass the budget. Well, guess what? Now they're saying it's still in the twenty-two budget, but the budget won't be passed until there's a new government in place, because they're the ones who have to pass it. Now, decisions are being made today and tomorrow, as far as if they can change the rate, if they can force them to do it, which everybody's came out and said the last forty-eight hours. Only the CBI can do it, and they don't have to listen to anyone. It's up to the CBI. CBI is saying it was in the budget already done, but you won't pass Catch-22. When is the government going to be formed? Because the budget won't come out until the new government is formed. We'll know that tomorrow. The court is going to hand down their decision they said tomorrow on whether the uh, nomination should have been opened up, any new nominations added. If they say no, then the new names are removed because they went from 25 names to 33 names just to get one name in, the one name that they wanted submitted. So if that's out, then they just have to decide when they're going to vote on or not, or if he's going to be replaced by somebody else, by the Kurdistan group, because either one of them is a possibility that they're negotiating on. But tomorrow is the key. If the court actually rules, the government should go on from there. During the next parliament session, so you see, they won't have a quorum today. They won't have enough parliament members there to vote, because the next time they do, they have to vote so they're intentionally not having enough parliament members there so they can't force them to vote. But after tomorrow and the court makes their decision, that should be it one way or the other. During the next parliament um, members' gathering, they should, in fact, vote on the president of the republic, who in turn can nominate al Kazimi and we can hopefully get this over with during the month of march that's what i'm looking for because everybody's trying to speed it up they already said they think the budget would go through on april if it in fact does take that they think they can get it through in april and why simply because they may have to redo the numbers because of the price of oil now, J.P. Morgan said they think oil will go up to $103 next month. Everybody else is saying $125 next month. <laughs> right? I think it was 103 It could have been 133
5: But way over
1: what it is now. What is the price of oil today? Uh-huh. It went up to one hundred and three, went down. And it's probably back up today with everything that's going on. All right, we're going to do it.
4: Okay. Ian Johns says, there was a post in in the forum by Bibliotarian. What are really the reasons for the long delay for the RV? That is coming to a head very soon. I want to know what your thoughts are on that. I haven't read it.
1: Read I mean, it so I was going to
4: say anything. Okay. I didn't know if you'd seen it or not. But, um, I haven't. I just glanced at it to just see what it, what the content was. But it's a long read on on time. Um. Anyway, we haven't read it so we can't give you an opinion on it. Okay. Let me tell you guys something in case you guys don't know. So I can, because um, the
1: kind of sounds bad is if it's our form and neither one of us know what's in it. But I actually have to go out and get real information <laughs> and talk to real people that and look at uh, global events. And I don't know if this is real information or somebody's opinion. But I An um, opinion. I just don't have what well, somebody's opinion. Oh, right. Well, really, (laughs) okay, Uh, to see every uh, detail that goes on in there or the chat room, well, I appreciate it. And it is there for you guys to talk and go back and forth with each other. And, I mean,
3: I think Ray lives
1: in there or somewhere. Oh, where, where is it? Oh, open mic. And what do you do on Sundays? Hello. Me? What do I do on oh, Sunday? Yeah, right. yeah. What is that that you do on Sunday mornings? What's it
4: called? Oh, we used to do a rap session, but I discontinued that. Oh. Well, hold on, wait a minute. How come you get to discontinue stuff and I got to keep doing this? I didn't know because about it. <laughs> I didn't have to be doing it in the first place. I decided to do it, but then people stopped participating. So I said, "Well, heck, I'm not gonna waste my time." Trying to do a call. Nobody wants to get up here and talk about anything. So it
1: stops. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, guys, oh, we're out gathering as much as we can, talking to people and doing all that. So I don't see everything. I don't even see every article that uh, a lot of you see. But I try to see the important ones. I got a couple of different people that send them to me. I try and do my research, I watch different channels. So we're constantly gathering information. So don't think it's not important because I didn't see it. It's just something I just didn't get to see. So if somebody wants to um uh, send it to me if you think it's that important, I will look at it though and give you my opinion. All right,
4: what's next? Live callers. Six five one every code, you're first. Well, yeah, one question.
1: Okay. Hey, Ray. Hey, Tony. Ron, Mexico. Greetings. Got a quick question for you. Uh, and I might be wrong saying this, but uh, I don't believe I recall you guys bringing up anything about the uh, significant increase in the ISX profits. Uh, last week, and I'm wondering if it, they could be related to big investors, possibly maybe
5: having some sort of knowledge or being privy of the release that we might be seeing coming up here. And that's mm-hmm. that's my one and only big question.
1: Uh, was there a bunch of profits in that I believe it went up I believe you know I'm 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 not boy
5: genius but from what I got I think it went up by about 300 over 300% the following day they when they were released uh
0: from the sanctions
1: Oh it I don't think it was uh yeah cuz I can't remember exactly what it was But it gave people confidence. Everybody was excited about the market, the possibilities, and all the investors coming in. I don't think it's going to affect the RV at all, but just for um, what's now available to them. In fact, the IRAC was announcing they can make all their decisions on their own, their transactions, and what they're going to be involved in, open the doors for a lot of other people. okay well uh thanks for your input there and i'm out like yesterday's news have a great day gentlemen Mexico out
4: okay all right thank you sir 754 erica you are next
6: well good morning tony and good afternoon ray it's my young lady from another beautiful day in south florida hope you guys are doing well today um, before I get to my I questions, I just wanted to address something from last Wednesday when I was on. The woman who was talking about the Chase Bank in Seminole County, Florida, telling saying that there are no exchange banks with Chase. Well, I want to tell you that there are because I was at Chase one day when a gentleman had returned from Europe with foreign currency and a woman came over to and said, how can I help you? And he said, I want to change his currency into dollars. And she said, no problem. Just go over to the teller's window. So Chase Bank does have exchange centers here in Florida, maybe not just in Seminole County, but there are throughout the state. So now that I've put that aside, um, I've been reading a lot of articles over the weekend and really didn't get any warm fuzzies about seeing this in the near future. So maybe you can clarify some of it for me. When they're talking about uh, the return of the exchange rate being taken, are they talking about in the country? Are they talking about international? What are they actually referring to when they say they want to return the exchange rate to glory days?
1: Well, First of all, they're talking about in-country rates. That's for sure. Okay, how it's going to affect them and their economy, and what's going on when they go to the market exchanging dollars and dinar. They're not concerned about us at all. It's what's going on right there? But the fact of the matter is, when they say "glory days," they're talking about three twenty-two. Which was back then when it was really worth something, and they're confusing the issue as they're supposed to, because sometimes it's referring back to before 2020, November 2020. They said they'll be happy just with that, because that's what made, I mean, increase the amount amount of uh, underprivileged people or poor people. Because it took away 25 percent of their income and increased their their food and services by 30 percent, was made it over 50 percent. They said, "Let's just go back to that. We'll be happy." Because that's that old trick of you know at the gas pump here, where gas is three dollars, they raise it up to four twenty five, and then they bring it back to three fifty, and everybody's excited. Oh my God, thank God. No they still increased it on you. So Iraq is saying, if you take it back to 1190, it'll be okay because we were living with that. But our elders are saying we want to go back to the glory days because that's what was supposed to happen in the budget. And they know that. They you know that the rest of the world were people in finance and okay, great, was uh, ready. go for the 381 481 rate and everybody just wanted to see it happen now here's their biggest issue right now dbi and the finance minister their biggest argument is it will shock the people too much is what they're saying we don't have a, a, a way of flipping the rate without the people getting overexcited, without them understanding it, without it causing a lot of other problems, which it will. It's if that we don't have a mechanism. We haven't figured it out yet. We're talking about that today with the finance minister, CBI, that said we're going to figure out why they did what they did, what they were trying to achieve, and what's the method of fixing it sort of fit back into the economy. Well, we know they figured that out five, ten years ago. Because that's how long we were supposed to be going through this. They know exactly how it's going to work, how the two rates were going to work, how they were going to adjust it on everybody's card. All that has been worked on. They're just bringing out that's one of the solutions or problems to us just flipping the rate back. It didn't matter when they flipped it forward, but it shouldn't matter when they flipped it backwards even that far, because things are already in place. So while you haven't heard anything good, actually it's all good. It's just the way it's supposed to be. Because, again, they can't announce on this date we're going to change it or this is the amount we're going to change it to because they'll have the same situation they had for the last week in Iraq. Everybody will just stop spending money. They'll wait for that date. Wait for that rate to come out. Knowing that they're going to be giving away all that money in advance. So they have to confuse them. They have to say it's not going to happen in order for it to happen. Okay?
6: Okay. And my next question is, what is uh, Barzini going to herbal to have a meeting about? What is that all about? I thought he's out of this already. So... What is this meeting he's having in
1: Erbil? No, they were going to have a meeting to try to come to agreements on three things. The president of the republic. So after the court rules tomorrow, they wanted to go united, Kurdistan, to Erbil and let's say this is who we want you guys vote on him, even though they're not united today. And they already said that. That was their hope go there united and do that then they wanted to come up with an agreement on um the oil and gas law because threw it out last month remember or earlier this month right. they had already agreed on but the court said it was unconstitutional so now they have to come up with a new agreement and write it into the constitution and that's what they're going to be discussing while they're there along with Article 140. So all three of those things are supposed to take place during that meeting in Herbal,
0: so we'll see.
1: All right.
6: My next question is, with this meeting and everything else you could discuss, just how long do you think it's going to take to get this government sat? and what is your feelings on the CBI, because it keeps coming out, in news that they keep saying there will be no change to the exchange rate. What do they actually mean by saying no change?
1: Okay. So I think if the court rules tomorrow that it was unconstitutional for them to add names in, then just what they said, uh, the two groups in Kurdistan to an agreement, which this morning is saying the agreement might be a totally different name than Selah, so one way or the other. And supposing that was going to be done within the 72-hour time frame, we hope. Once that's done, the vote will take place, and Selah, or whoever the President of the Republic is, gets to do his thing, the 30 days is starting. We know Al-Qaqin is not going to take 30 days because he already said it. And he's ready to go. So I do think everything should happen during the month of March. And as far as the government, it could happen within 15, 20 days, whether they really want to drag it out. They're saying this morning they think they can get the budget done by April. That's going back in, seeing where the numbers are, redoing it, taking a vote with the new parliament to get it done and parliament is requesting the budget they want the budget they kept saying that we want the budget they want to get it done as fast as possible because they know the rate is in the budget we all know that it's just a matter of cbi is going to wait for the budget or not but it's actually in the budget so that's my opinion on how long the government what was your other question though um, oh, why the about CBI the CBI constantly
6: seeing, saying no we'll
1: right. change to the exchange rate. Yeah, because that's what they're supposed to say. That that they can't say we're going to change it in 90 days. We're going to change it in 30 days. They can't even say, hey, we're going to change the rate on Friday. Because, again, it would stagnate the country. People wouldn't spend money. I mean, it would just shut it down. And that was a the problem they had last week. And then everybody would try and sell the dollars because they don't know what the rate's going to be. The dollar's going to be worthless because they don't know it's going to be one-to-one. So they're trying to get what they can get for it right now because they haven't told them any of that. So they can't. CBI is doing exactly what CBI is supposed to do, and that is deny, 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 and do it. It's happened with every country that ever changed their rate. Nobody has told their people in advance they're going to do it. Everybody has straight-out lied, and the next day changed the rate. That's what's going to happen here, no different.
6: All right. My last question is a quick two-parter. Is the million-man march still on for tomorrow? What do they hope to accomplish? And the last part is something I have never understood. When they keep saying they're raising the value of the dollar, lowering the value of the dollar, what are we actually looking for? Raising, lowering, I get totally confused.
1: Okay. As far as I know, the Million Man March is scheduled for tomorrow. And uh, they didn't talk about it today or even over the weekend, but it was scheduled for the first, which is tomorrow. So we'll see. They didn't say it was canceled either. All right. So if you're looking for raising the value of the dinar or raising the value of the dollar they raised the value of the dollar by increasing the dinars so from 1190 to 1450 that was raising the value of the dollar because it took more dinar to equal the dollar okay raising the value of the dinar is just the opposite, lowering that number down. Where we want to go to is one to one in country. So if they went from 1450 where it is back to 1190, then they raised the value of the dinar because it takes less dinar to equal that dollar. But we needed to go all the way down to one to one so we can get the rate we want internationally because that's the rate we care about. Every time they're making comments to things that there's nothing to do internationally, they're talking about what's going on in country. And that's how you have to look at it because all they're doing is what? Increasing the value in country, their purchasing power. That's what they're doing. That's what they're concerned about. We are actually increasing the dollars that we're going to receive. Not the value okay. of the dollar, but dollars that we receive. They're just okay. increasing the purchasing power per dinar.
6: All right. And one last thing. Do you see this going towards the middle of March, end of March, possibly April? Is it conceivable?
1: It's conceivable it could go all the way to April. It could go to the day the budget is completely because the rate's in the budget. But TBI could announce it ahead of the time. Everything else is going perfect. They announce it. They change the rates in the budget, and life goes on. Could very well possibly happen, or it just could just go to my birthday, even though we don't want it to. <laughs> no, we don't.
6: <laughs> no, so, but no, we don't. <laughs> All right, those are my questions. Thank you both very much for the time. um Have a great day, and I'll be back on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye.
4: Four zero four. you on?
3: Hi, Tony, and hi, Ray. Again, appreciate uh, your tenacity uh, sticking with us and sharing all this information with us. i was kind of curious on a variety of things here. Uh, You know, all of the focus that had been made with respect to uh, the the Chapter 7 issue and like last week and, you know, sigh of relief when that that occurred – have your sources indicated that, oh, there's something else lurking in the background that we need to be attuned to um, so that we aren't being surprised? Or are they saying that we, they've pretty much met all of the criteria and now it's just time?
1: Yeah, I don't know anything in the background because they, they have completed everything. I mean, you know, they waited years. And they celebrate. They paid everybody. They're even telling everybody their total debt of $70 billion, what they owe everybody, will be paid in the next two years. So I don't think anybody's waiting for Iraq to do anything except for what they're saying is complete their government and announce their budget, because there's nothing else left to do. They're throwing something in there recently is we don't have a method to do it. We don't know how it's going to affect the economy by flipping the rate like that so that the people will understand. But last year, the year before last, even back in 2016 when they said they tried to do it, but the finance minister wouldn't agree with it, they were going to do it then. So why wouldn't they have a method or a plan? Why wouldn't last year when they were trying to get the budget, wouldn't they have a method or a plan? Because they said the new rate was in the two thousand twenty budget, twenty one budget, and now this year's budget. So
3: mm-hmm. I think it's the, all smoking mirrors. Okay, okay. The the other question that's always in the back of my mind and observation. Um, it seems like every time we turn around, um, there's a new holiday uh, being announced, and it's even sometimes done in, in less than 24 hours of, oh, by the way, we've got a holiday. Uh, in fact, I think you said that today was a, a holiday or, or something. But um, is there any sort of indication from your sources that's saying um, the likelihood that uh, the CBI would like to have a holiday built into when they are doing this? Or is that just now again smoke and mirrors aspect? Curious your your feedback.
1: Yeah. I I don't even hear that anymore. When we were initially okay. doing this, they wanted it to be a three day holiday so they could have the first three days. But we don't hear any of that anymore. And there's no upcoming holidays. So let's not put that out there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, Ramadan's around the corner. like good reef, you know, kind of kind of thing. The the other question that kind of's in the the back of my mind is, you know, we've we've been thinking that uh, worried about getting the the president uh, appointed uh, so that he in turn can can appoint the the prime minister. And it uh, you you alluded to it in, in some of your remarks that there seems to be uh, some negativity toward Kazemi at this point because of some action that he's taken in terms of what uh, uh, providing a pardon. To to, to the son of of uh, one of their, their cohorts or whatever, and that that's putting kind of a, a negative uh, mark on, on Kazemi. Are we seeing any possibility that suddenly they're going to be rethinking the whole prime minister role as well?
1: I'm not hearing that about the prime minister. They were having issues with something that Selah did. That's why they didn't want him to go through, and that was Kurdistan guys themselves, or this would already went through because he was supposed to be in that position, but they didn't like some of the things that he did. So that's the only issue I'm hearing about, and we'll just have to see if it goes through. But this is what Sadar has said, and you got to remember, and maybe al Kazimi too, is they want it done prior to Ramadan. They want this all done prior to Ramadan, which is the 2nd of April.
3: I was going to say, don't we all want this done prior to, to that? So the countdown is on. And, you know, me, my countdown is that whenever this does happen, that 10 days from that, that's when our special TNT Super Fantasticer Bay Forward Project is going to be. So it sure would be nice if that, that would happen sometime in March. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Again, thank you guys for everything that you do for us. Most, most appreciated. Have a good one.
4: All right.
1: Thank Bye-bye. you, ma'am. Have a great thank day. You.
2: Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. 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 Give
4: me a hoe if you got your 40 bucks there. Oh, oh, oh. Double Dutch bus coming down the street.
7: 281, area code, you're on. Well, hello, Ray. How you doing? Hey there.
4: I am fantastic, sir, to the nth degree. And yourself?
7: I'm good. Tony, how are you?
4: I
1: am super fantastic.
7: Well, good. How good. are you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Nice sunny day here in the great state of Texas. Nice day after all the cold weather we've been having. So I'm good. I have a couple of questions. Some of my questions have been answered already. Um, so when they decide to vote in, whomever they're going to vote in, for the um, presidency, can they appeal that as well? Seems like whenever they are upset about something, they go back to court or try to, you know, get something turn, you know, overturned or whatever. Can they just keep doing that over and over if they're not satisfied with who they vote in this time?
1: Hmm. I wonder where they got that idea from. Hmm.
7: <laughs> Man, out of all these questions, I got to be one. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, my, my God.
8: God. <laughs> Listen, I mean, no, once the vote, a like once... Go ahead.
1: Now, okay, once Parliament votes, though, that's going to be it. That's why we're doing all this legal stuff before the vote is taken.
7: Okay, well, I mean, I didn't know if there was a limitation or not on how how often they can, you know, continue to do this and, you know, keep things from moving forward. So that was just, you know, a question that I thought about, because it seems like it's so many things that I thought was going to be finalized, and there was another wrench thrown in the plan, you know. So, all right, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. and. Is this finance minister, is he Iranian or is he an Iraqi?
1: No, he's an Iraqi. There's no actual Iranians. Well, there's some dual citizens in the government, but not in these positions. Is he um, supporting Iran or something? Uh, I think he was moving in that direction.
7: Okay. Well, I didn't know because I thought that there were some Iranians in positions uh, in the government at some point back in the day, right? Or was there not? No,
1: not at particularly Iranian citizens, Iranian-influenced or partners who lean okay.
7: for Iran. Yeah. Okay. So then he doesn't have an agenda, I guess, not to change the rate. They're just more or less waiting on the government to be seated pretty much. That's why I asked that question. Is that correct?
1: No, he had an agenda. And that's what they're saying. What did you do with all this money that none of us can see? So uh-huh. actually uh-huh. today, they were talking about charging him, and they wanted to bring – two people actually did bring up charges on him. So where is uh-huh. this extra money? What has they've been doing? And they want to charge him for not doing anything with it. And he said, I just sat it over there until we figure it out. They want to charge him for that. Why would you do that when the people could be using this money,
5: investing it, they
1: could be getting food and everything else. So, Uh no. Well, do you think he wanted to keep things status quo back then because it was enabling Iran to keep getting paid the way that it was? Once the Uh RV happens, once the budget comes out, and once the currency auction is stopped. It's going to be so much harder for them to smuggle anything to Iran. So they were mm-hmm. trying to hold on for that. The rich just mm-hmm. getting richer. Okay. Okay,
7: well, those were pretty much my questions. I mean, I think it's just more or less when they seat this government, get everybody in position, then maybe we'll see some movement. And hopefully it goes pretty fast once they do this. Um, because you're saying nothing is really happening on the US side and you're thinking that's because they're waiting for this to happen over there. Uh, as far as the government being seated. Is that correct? Kinda dry well, on this side, say, the side. The
1: government has to be seated in order for the budget to be submitted in order for the R V rate to be exposed.
5: That's they're what they're saying. This is how
1: <laughs> the same saying, guys. Unless mm-hmm the CBI director governor CBI just comes out and announces a change to the rate because they have that authority.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Those were all my questions. I guess all we can do is wait and see what happens. Hopefully we'll get some good information out of whatever they're doing today. And, um, see when they're going to, you know, I guess vote the new uh, prime minister in after they vote in this president. So thank you, sir.
1: Yep. I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But let me ask you a question before you go, because I'm ready for you to go. But I just want to know, when you say the great state of Texas, are you looking in the mirror when you say that, or are you just hearing (laughs) yourself?
7: (laughs) You know what? I'm not going to even answer you. You just leave my state of Texas alone. Oh my
1: God. I can't even believe you say that. Any words about your I mom? I you what. I bet right. you what. You're going to say it's great because you ain't going to
7: the bank without us. How about that? All
4: right. All right.
7: All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.
4: Bye-bye. <laughs> 360, Erico, you are on.
5: Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt.
4: Hey, sir.
1: Good morning, young man. How
5: you doing? Oh, I, I'll tell you what. I, um, I'm i feeling pretty good, Tony. Uh, there's lots of stuff to be worried and concerned about, but when it all else fails, you got to figure every day is a, a blessing and take it and go with it. So there's always something good wow. happening. Uh, the fact I woke up this you morning, know, I think was Walt, probably top on my brain. I got
1: a friend that goes to dialysis three times a week.
5: And I was oh. talking
1: to him last night. And the thing about it, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, he'd be like, I'm sitting in the chair going through this, thank God. And I said, man, yep. I thank God every morning I wake up, my feet hit the ground. So I know how you feel. So it's a great day as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> my feet hit you the know ground
5: today. <laughs> that's that's- dialysis is um it's drudgery. I mean, it boy, it's talking about you learn in sports, you get knocked down, you get back up. Well, guess what? The, that's what dialysis does. It knocks you down and you got to get back up. And it's uh by the second day, they start to recover and then bingo, it happens again. So I uh, I'll tell you what, yeah, I, my heart goes out to those folks. That's a tough show.
1: Man. yeah, for sure.
5: Yep. Yeah um i always feel good <laughs> when i when i figure that if i hear my name and malik he's involved with it at least he's in the news you know and i mean for him there's no such thing as bad publicity as long as we know where he is when he is then uh he's accessible so i have a feeling if they ever do shut the door on the guy that it'll be a public display thing and they'll just come in and lock him up with cameras rolling and and the people finally getting their revenge. So I, uh, I guess that's what I uh, I envision for his uh, his fate and future. I hope. Anyway, um, other than that, Tony. <laughs> mm. Gosh, I okay. feel like you drug, you, drug, okay. you drug that rant out of me, and I didn't uh, didn't. <laughs> <enjoy that>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can't have fun. What can you have? Nothing. So in your that's opinion, right. I mean if with all this stuff going on in, in north of them, uh and the fact that the the chaos that's kind of ruminating throughout the throughout the world, if they were looking for the ideal time to let this thing go and have it be least noticed, now would be the time, wouldn't it? Well, I'm not ever and
1: have never been a believer of the fact that they're trying to hide it or don't want the rest of the world to know it or anything because I don't think that's ever going to happen. Never was intended to happen. It will never be 6 o'clock news anywhere around the world. It will just be financial news, which will be a – Blip on, the screen.
0: Blip on the screen. And,
1: and finance people are going to know it anyway. So there's no hiding. The market's going to know right. it. Uh, fund managers are going to know it. Every financial show, so Iraq changed their rate today. And they're going to go on because it doesn't affect the global economy the way that it affects us. And nobody's ever going to know that we all became millionaires and billionaires off this deal. That's going to be the best kept secret ever. Just like it was with Kuwait. So I don't think there needs to be, like some of these other gurus, this big distraction in order for the RV to happen. But like that one idiot put out that, you know, uh, Putin just invaded Ukraine so we could have the RV. Like, are you stupid or what? I mean, it's just, you know, is it affecting everything? Of course. When oil prices go up, they go up around the world. So that's affecting everybody.
5: But the fact that
1: he invaded Ukraine is affecting Iraq and other countries because wheat, grain, everything, they're the number one producer and and exporter of it. So we're all going to pay that price come this summer and winter when there's less of it and the price is more. And Iraq is one of their number one trading partners, so they had to shut down their entire border to Ukraine, all their import and import, so it's hurting them right now.
5: It's not helping
1: them, it's hurting them, because their prices immediately went up when he invaded Ukraine. So there's no benefit to that at
5: all. Well, it's surprising to me the reaction of the world has kind of really gained momentum. And that's why, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's a question that comes up a lot. I mean, if this thing escalates to a scale, do you, do you then think that it's possible for them to die it?
1: Well, okay, so you put
8: his nuclear force on high alert this weekend. <laughs> Well, I
1: I think we're fine with high alert as long as they don't launch any missiles because then nobody
0: cares about
1: anything. (laughs) (laughs) He was just on high alert. they like, is is he completely insane now or is he really, really smart? (laughs) Y'all better be scared of me because you don't know. If he just playing insane? We don't know. But is it affecting all the other financial markets, all the other countries around the world? Well, everybody's involved in just because of oil, just because of what the markets are doing. And, look, our market's down again today. But markets in a whole bunch of countries are down because nobody knows what's about to happen. Are we all ready to go to a conventional war with him, which changes everything, or not, I mean, as far as the markets are concerned? But if the markets go down, the Fed were going to go up next month anyway. They decided to delay that. Again, is it a good time to change the global economy? Yes, which Putin wasn't going to be involved in anyway. I mean, the ruble already lost 30% yesterday, okay, when the market opened, right. went down 35%. He shut down the market today because he, he didn't want it to go down. Even so
2: there's
1: a lot of things happening there that, we don't care about. It. I mean, I don't care if you want to end up like Iran, but does Iraq care? Well, yeah. Does Germany care? Well, yeah. I mean, that's where we get our gas from, everything else. So it is going to affect right. other countries, but I don't think it affects the RV. Okay. So that's unchanged? Unchanged, as far as I can see. There's but no Europe reason for that. them not to ex- a- a- enjoy their own country, their glory days coming back, or making their own economy better, just because his is getting worse.
5: Right. Boy, oh, boy! I'm glad I'm not Russian. Tell you that. I'm glad I'm not Ukraine. Not- <laughs> yeah, you they're unfortunately. Not- <laughs> well, they're, not- oh, no <laughs> they're Russian.
1: You
5: know? Yeah, I'm mean, just saying they're going through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ray, thanks, Tony, thanks. That's, I mean, that's that's what was on my mind, and maybe uh, maybe these miracles that we uh, we look forward to will pop out in a way that will allow for a rapid healing and a rapid change of direction. So, fingers crossed, and uh, tomorrow we will look forward to it tomorrow.
4: All right. Thank you, sir. All right, sir. Take care.
8: You too. 206 area code. You are on. Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Top of the day to both of you. Hope you're having sunshine, sunshine. where you are. Yes, I'm definitely having sunshine. It's going to be a great, great day. You, 72
0: degrees.
8: Hmm. How's it going in your neck of the woods, Ray? Good, oh, pretty good, good, good sunshine? Man.
4: Yes, sir. Good,
8: good,
4: good. Yep, good sunshine um, and nice
8: temperature, 56 degrees, not too bad. Ooh, sounds great. Uh, Tony, as, as I hear what you're saying, sounds to me like it's very good news as long as you can look through the uh, political speech into the reality Um uh, I'm a little confused, though, that there was supposed to be the court decision today, and I didn't hear you particularly say why it was transferred to tomorrow. Is there some reason why it was transferred to tomorrow?
1: Yeah, they actually switched it last week to the first. Oh. Remember, they were supposed to do it last Wednesday, and they switched it to the first, so tomorrow, and Uh it's still scheduled for tomorrow. So far.
8: Okay, that was just a burp in my head. Then I interpreted it as to be today, not tomorrow. So. Uh, no, what is today
1: is them meeting the finance minister, the CBI director, and they asked uh, Kazemi all three of them to show up because they were the driving force behind changing the rate. So they want all three of them to be there to answer their questions.
8: Right. Uh, that does not seem like a bad thing to me, does it to you?
1: No, because they had good reason for it at the time, and they achieved their goals, so they can answer the questions. The only question they can't answer is, then, why don't you change it back? And actually, they can answer that and say, we will. It's in the budget. Why don't you guys pass the government so we can pass the budget? But we'll
8: see what they say. Well. It seems like that budget's a political football, too, because they had it in the budget last year. It really isn't a function of it's got to be in the budget so much as it's a function that the government needs to be stable and operational so that the uh, CBI can make the decision and throw the switch. Doesn't it really boil down to that? It does all the time because the
1: CBI said we will change the rate when we have a stable government in Congress so far, they don't have that yet because they don't know what their government is going to be. Now, after the court makes a ruling tomorrow, will that be a little bit easier to figure out? Yes. Kurdistan, what are you guys going to do? Because it's all up to Kurdistan who the president of the republic is. So from that point on, it's just a piece of cake. CBI can sit back more relaxed and say, okay, here we go. (laughs)
8: And isn't it pretty reasonable to assume that whoever the president turns out to be, Selah or someone else, that Al-Pazimi will end up being the prime minister? Isn't that pretty much a foregone conclusion?
1: Yeah, but so will Selah being president of the republic,
8: because everybody else already agreed,
1: except these two guys in Kurdistan decided, wait a minute, I don't really want him. I want him. But prior to that, it was a done deal. It was going to be a swift, yeah. you know, government in place ready to go. So we don't know what might happen afterwards because what they're not talking about is Al-Kazemi, how they're going to vote. We don't hear nothing about uh, Maliki this week or last week and and the framework, if they're going to be part of the group or they're not if Sadar is going to let him be in it, or if he's going majority government. I mean, all that discussion has stopped in the last week. So there's something going on there in the background. Or maybe they just say, let's just get one part done at a time. Because right now what we're arguing about doesn't matter until we have a president
8: of the republic. Or maybe they just took Sadar at his word after seven or eight or ten times he said absolutely, positively, No. To the framework It could be but I doubt it But we'll okay. see what happens So now here's My final question It seemed to me That because um, al Has been in power All this time And because he is behind the white paper And because he has his pulse On the actual operation Of the government such as it is Right now it just seems to me overwhelmingly likely that he already has his cabinet picked, that he knows precisely what his new team will be if he gets the chance to have one. So if, let us say, tomorrow the court rules such that the president can be decided and there's no reason not to move swiftly with that, and let's say that Selah is put in as president, then... Selah has no reason to sit and twiddle his thumbs about appointing al Kazimi. So, you know, within the half hour that Selah becomes president, he could nominate uh, al Kazimi. and al Kazimi could immediately come forward as soon as he is voted and approved. He could immediately say, thank you for your vote, thank you for your approval, and here is my cabinet, approve them. Do you think that that's not precisely what al-Kazimi would have in mind and would in fact do? So you're, you're right up to a point. If if
1: Kurdistan votes in Selah on Wednesday, Thursday, whenever the parliament meets, after the court makes their decision, okay,
5: Selah's already
1: said he's going to nominate al-Kazimi. So al-Kazimi has 30 days to put together his government. But whoever he puts together, then that whole government has to be voted on. So Maliki and Framework are saying they don't want al So They don't care what government he puts together. They're not voting for him. So Sadar still has to have a majority number to pass whatever government al puts in place. So if al can't get enough votes during that 30 days because they could say well alkalini we're not going to vote for you because we don't like these two guys he replaced those two guys then they say well this other group said we're not going to vote for you because we don't like you know the two guys that they put that could go back and forth and he got 30 days to get enough votes on his government that it goes through ah uh, so, so not he... that he could pick it in five days he could pick it in five days, but if he doesn't get the vote, he gets to do it again, again, again. And at the end of 30 days, they say hey, you couldn't do it, so now
8: it's George's turn. And, you know, they picked somebody totally different. Okay, so what you're saying is news to me. Are you saying that whoever the prime minister nominee is, that that prime minister must lay his whole cabinet on the table for the uh uh parliament a vote. or vote for the parliament yes. before the parliament votes on the prime minister yes is that yes. 30 okay. days to put his government together that's what they're voting on okay when you've always said put the government together i thought you meant he has to decide who his cabinet ministers are going to be such as here we elected president then he lays down his cabinet then the Senate deliberates, and then one by one they get approved. That apparently is not the Iraqi way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a group package. Okay, okay. The whole sack of potatoes are nothing. Right. But, uh, they, you know, like I said, they can argue
1: about one or two guys. He can change them and then say, then let's go
8: thank you tony that clears up a host of confusion for me it seemed to me like it was such a swam dump. now i understand the complexity of it thanks okay you we'll go there. Can. all right thank you
0: sir
4: do what yeah the line was just switching out But uh we
9: got it. 610 okay. Good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is is. G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, Er, gentlemen. It is another Dynamite Day here in the USA and long version here. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, All these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do The name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, PO Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number, On those checks and money orders, this way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT super fantastic website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the area where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, Hit the space bar twice, and in that same area, type in your phone number. This way, it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. So, again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT super fantastic website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the area where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the spacebar twice, And in that same area, type in your phone number. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there, making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RB so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principle, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day.
4: All right, sir. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right. You're Have very a
4: great great welcome. Day. All right. right,
9: Will do. All
4: right. That takes us to nine. Let me see. Yeah. 972. Hey, mm-hmm. there. Danny and Dallas. Danny, Danny Dallas. Reading,
1: sir. So Danny, So, wait a minute. Yes, sir. Was Ray trying to say something?
9: Oh, okay. <laughs> I no, no, just said green so,
1: <laughs> Oh. Well, Ray, Danny sent you a text. Did you look at it? The text?
4: No, didn't see it. Yeah. I think it was He was building bird
1: houses or something. <laughs> what do you call it? Bird houses or what? what Treehouses. Well, you
2: building tree I houses? I was with now? the birds. I was with the bird, You yeah. are? I, 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 I figured you'd appreciate that lofty position. I, I couldn't get any of my guys That's to go up that high, so I had to, and I just I I, uh, I made a historical uh, document from it. Took a picture, yeah, yeah. Ray, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, but who is the Nobody's guy you
1: sent the picture of?
2: Well, well, he's he's the guy that wouldn't go to where I was when I took the picture. <laughs> He, he, <laughs> he's a he's a new denarian uh, he uh, uh he's real excited and he hangs on every word he's in the distance right now listening uh but yeah it uh, I, I thought you'd appreciate that for, for the rest of the family i'm up on the about 30 feet in the air on a ridge uh taking picture down to a guy on a ladder down there and then there's a swimming pool and a and that sort of thing in the background they're just Sometimes I get up. Sometimes I get others to get up. So it's just part of what I do. Got to keep working until this thing happens, well, you know.
1: Yeah, but, Danny, uh, let, let me tell you, yeah. just in case you didn't know it. But uh, okay, you're pretty much not a young man anymore. And I don't know that you what? can be that high up in a tree. What? <laughs>
2: well, we don't show pictures to my wife. I, you know, I, I, okay. I do try to protect my anonymity sometimes. And and uh, oh, I have falsely applied uh, the activity to, to younger men in, on occasion. Yes, it's okay. Well, I, well thanks I'm for the him, info ben, today. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not going up where you are. I'm
2: telling you, I'm not going up. <laughs> well, now you know why I need this RV to take place. That's just you know, uh, my my body is not what it used to be. That's okay. Everybody else on this car is not even appreciating all this stuff. <laughs> but thank you for the info that you put out there. Uh, I'm I'm jazzed about this. You know, uh, we have in the past, as I often referred to, we have not known what we didn't know. And of course, this is all tentatively expected. We knew it'd get crazy, and but but uh, all the other signs that surround this are very positive, and they haven't had the hope that we have. We have a hope for this thing being finalized, and they the details are obscure to everyone else they're just kind of taking a tally of current situations, not knowing the uh, the benefit that we who are eager in anticipation will gain from this it's it's all good it's all good so yeah i'm I'm jazzed as I can be. I can wait another month if I need to bite my tongue uh, but i I'll try not to get. In, in positions such that I have documented and sent to you a photograph evidence of, I won't be doing that anymore. So,
5: okay. <laughs> well, I,
2: unless unless you wanted to add something to this conversation, I'm I'm just expressing that I am patiently optimistic. Again, this is good, real good. Okay.
1: So I'm going to say this to piggyback on what you just said. Yes, yeah. those who are in the know. Who've been involved in this should know that everything that's going on, as bad as it sounds, is great. We are so close. After all these years, we could say we're within. I mean, we could say we're within ten days of this happening, because I think that,
3: or we could say
1: we're within ninety days of this happening.
3: But it's still.
1: (laughs) Only two major things left to happen. Well, two. One is if they seat the government, which they don't have to, or if they do the budget, which they don't have to, but if CBI declares everything's good enough to change the rate, which is the one thing that has to happen. So those three things together will make it happen, or CBI just taking action on their own can make it happen and everything else is done
2: so there's nothing yes, else sir. to wait yes there. sir yes put me in retirement okay. i'll i'll receive it okay all right fellas i'm gonna get back on that ladder again i'll talk to you later thank you so much
4: all right thank you sir all right sir take care 760 area code you let me do it again all right 760 Okay, they fell off. 541. You own.
10: Hello. Can you hear me?
1: Good morning. Good morning. Yes, well, ma'am. Good
10: morning. This is Oregon. Uh I've moved <laughs> to a different, different part. Um couple of questions. Um do you think that i've I've never been really clear, let me back up a minute. I've never been very clear about how many of the members that are currently that were currently elected during this last election are brand new members. Do you have an idea about that in terms of numbers percentages? yeah,
1: I think that I think they said no I asked numbers that they were um 33 or something, independent members or, or new members, somewhere like that, out of the 300. But it was enough uh, for them to make a difference in any votes that were taken. So it could have been more than 33, but I thought it was 33. And that's who Maliki was going after, trying to bring in his group to try to form the majority. So I can't remember the exact oh,
10: okay. thirty three so or okay. So the rest of the members are not new people, in other words, yeah. of their
8: parliament.
1: Um, they weren't independent. So I think those guys were independent. The other ones still belong to, you know, their groups.
10: Yeah, but did were they serving members of parliament before this election? I'm just trying to figure yeah. out how What's much. What's changed
1: in the government?
10: Well, okay. yeah, and how well, much this, education? How much education is needed for the new members to to bring them up to speed? I
1: guess. Okay, so I would think there are new members because if not, then the numbers wouldn't have changed. There's no way that. Maliki's group could have went down to 17 from 43 unless all the old people didn't get reelected. There's no way mm-hmm. Sadar could have went up to 73 unless there weren't some new people in his group who got elected. So mm-hmm. that's why the numbers flip-flopped. Some people didn't, yeah. but there was at least
5: 33
1: or 43 who were independents that even got in. So that would mean there's a whole lot of new members. Department problem is, uh, it's a real problem. Is R's group? I don't care how many new people we got; they're just going to do what he says. It's the independents that they have to worry about—who they're going to side with.
10: Oh, okay, okay. Well, because I was just, you know, here. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a newbie to any kind of. Uh group or whatever it takes a while to get your to get your feet firmly planted on the ground um and so um uh, that's that was my concern is that maybe some of this uh, delay and all this kind of stuff comes from the fact that you've got so many new members that they that they can't vote intelligently, in other words.
1: No, listen,
10: because
1: listen. It's no different than Democrats and and, and Republicans, okay? So uh-huh. you get in new people in Congress, our sort of Senate. what do they do? They get the lowest positions, they get the lowest parties to be part of, and then all they do is follow the leader. That's why when Uh Schumer says we're not going to vote, we don't vote. When McConnell says everybody's going to vote this way, they all vote that. They don't feel the same way he does, but what they do do is vote the way he does so they can get on a higher committee because what happens on the committees? You get paid more money. I hope you guys know that. So (laughs) you get more contracts. You get to make more decisions. That's why all the senior people you see on TV – giving out all the speeches, making decisions. Every now and then you'll get a group within a party like uh, the Tea Party or or um, I don't even know what they call the Democrats right now that will break away from, from the old hands. When it comes to something really important, they vote together. But now, hey, uh, we're thinking a little bit different to you and let's negotiate within the party before we take it out. That's what's happening in Kurdistan. Everybody knows they select the president of the public. But right now, two of their own groups are fighting about who that should be. That's what's holding it up. Everybody else bagged at it. Everybody saying, well, whatever name they give us, we're just going to all vote yes because that's how we do it. They get to select that person. So it's not like they're fighting Maliki or Iraq I mean, or Iran or or Alawi or anybody for this position. They're fighting themselves to say who we want to be this person.
10: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It has nothing to do with being old, young, or anything. They're just following the leader. Okay.
10: Okay. And no, I wasn't aware that committee chairs um, got more pay. I was aware, uh I was made aware, and I don't know if this is true in the Democratic Party, but I was made aware that in the Republican Party, essentially when they're in control, uh people buy the leadership seats. Essentially.
1: They don't by necessarily buy them,
10: the, but well, it's by how much how much money they bring in from donations to the RNC. That was a shocker.
1: Okay. Um, But this is what happens, though. They bring in donations, and then they get a higher position, so they get paid more, right? So
4: they still get the money. Right.
1: Or they negotiate things for this position, or they're rewarded for something they did that are done with this position, which all means they get paid more. Yeah. Um. Do you have any idea how much more is it? No. Probably something you could Google, look up, and see how much committee chairs get paid. And each committee, that's why they put them on those different committees because they get paid differently. And they get to go out and negotiate because they're part of that group. And they negotiate things for their area, their people, you know, their city,
5: whatever it is.
1: But it all comes down to it, they get paid more. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll
10: check that out. Um, because um, we've got a senator right now that's in a great position. <laughs> uh, we're real proud of him. <laughs> well, we're proud of both of our senators here, um, Merkley and Wyden. Um, I I uh, also wanted to ask you or just to comment. Um, on the uh, thing that you brought up of the last uh, last uh, meeting uh, conference call about the insurance, um, people need to know that to make a to get a good product from an insurance company, and to be able to negotiate what needs to be included in an insurance product. You need numbers of people that most national insurance companies that serve people across the nation, um, those are companies that, you know, they're not going to want to fool with a few people, and and they're not going to give those people the kinds of services and the kind of medical care that they might want, that the way, the key is numbers. Um, my husband's been part of, uh, of a company with 30,000 people. They were able to just basically come with a major insurance company and said, this is what we want. We've got 30,000, and by the way, this is what we're willing to pay. Now he's with a group that has 60,000 employees. And they basically dictate, they tell the insurance companies what services they want who they want coverage for, so that people with pre-existing conditions are not excluded in in those bigger numbers. But with the smaller numbers, you're still at the beck and call of the insurance companies. And um, and it, that's what is key. That's why it was me that wrote you that letter about creating, uh, uh you, you know, negotiating with an insurance provider, a national insurance provider, to di- to talk to them about what we would want. But you have to have big numbers. You you can't go in there with just a few people. Otherwise you're just at their okay. at so that
1: they're uh, and, and I don't know what people are looking for and it's something to look at afterwards. If if they seriously enough people actually need it, can't find it. But I live here in California and I'm telling you I got a group rate, um, pre-existing conditions with five people. And the only problem I didn't like about it is they were only in California. So people who don't travel didn't have anything to worry about, but I travel. So I'm like, yeah, then what do you do? Even though I have military insurance. But uh, I'm just telling you, there's some different situations out there, state by state, and if somebody has no insurance, or can't get insurance because of pre-existing conditions, that would be the first thing I would look at is starting my own business, don't care what it is, hire my daughter, son, cousin, uncle, whatever, whoever can't get insured, and we constitute a group where the rules are different from that point. Our group was five, but you're right, 50 may be stronger. Uh, I mean, 350 could be even stronger. I don't know what their guidelines are, but that has always been a way to get around pre-existing conditions or people can't get insured. And and again, I don't care what their situation is, I can hire anybody, somebody in a wheelchair, in the hospital, whatever, as a consultant, if I just got to go over and talk to him. He's my employee. What do I do? I consult with him all day. That's his job. The Long East employee, he qualified as part of that group to get that insurance. So check with your estate. We'll see what happens afterwards as far as, you know, there's a number of people who need to get a group uh, to actually get in. But thank you.
10: Okay. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.
4: All right. Goodbye. Five zero nine area code. You are on. Hello?
3: hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. This is Scooby fifty nine. I got in. I know at the end. I just made it. Um, is it too late for a birthday song?
4: Is the birthday over? Whose birthday is it?
3: Mine. Oh.
4: Today. <laughs> I guess we could work that out. This? You said this is Scooby 59? Yes. Oh, hey there. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. Good morning, uh, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. I, just, I, I, mean, wanna I, wanna I want to want to wish you a happy birthday.
2: Oh, a oh. <laughs> I want to want to help you celebrate. bossy bossy in the island way you'll be jamming all night through the light of day your birthday birthday is your day to shine another year and you'll be looking fine so have a no worries don't you hesitate it's time to party, bossy, bossy time to celebrate,
3: bossy, bossy, time to celebrate. Yeah. Ooh, yeah thank you so very much I didn't All right. Know to Happy work the birthday! birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you for that.
4: Okay. Everything
3: Bye-bye. is great. Good. Looking good. Great. Bye
4: now. Bye bye. Okay. Three, two, three. Erico, you're on.
0: Cheers, Mr. Ray. Ray, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, there you go. I made it in. Thank you so much. Again, cheers, Mr. Ray Rand. Cheers to you, Tony.
4: One second. We lost Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we should, it should get in. Okay,
1: I'm sure you cut everybody off, but just me.
4: It, no, I didn't <laughs> do it. But anyway, you're back. We have uh, 323 Eric killed on. He was just saying hey to you. Oh, all right. Good morning. Good morning.
0: Cheers. My question, thank you for having taken my call. My question is, and I'm not sure now, I'm hearing back and forth, but with presumably Iraq out of chapter seven and hopefully or maybe soon being off the list, if not already, the U the EU list. The next thing they're talking about, so I've read and don't know if it's true or not, but asking and asking the question of The next thing they're talking about is Iraq being able to sell their government bonds. And I've heard quite a few friends say that that's going to be one of the next uh, really good investments. Uh, Is that so, and will we be able to buy them, and if so, how?
1: We haven't heard them
0: being removed from um, the EU OFAC list.
1: We still haven't haven't made any announcement about that. I know that was the last list that they were on. But We have heard of them being removed from Chapter 7, and they are now internationally. They're going into several countries' banking system. Maybe the EU is not one of them. Uh, And they're all excited about it, and banks are excited about it. So they are international, maybe just not with them. Um, As far as their bonds, they've been selling bonds for years. So I don't know the process of doing it or what their value is going to be because I don't know the interest rate that they're uh, actually selling them at. But it's just like us in selling savings bonds and that. Whatever your agreement is when you buy it, that's your agreement because they're hedging on that going up also. So it's not like you can buy it for $100 and think you're going to get back you know, $500,000 or 100000 Whatever your agreement is when you buy the bond, that's what you live with. And I don't know how to buy it. So you have to get somebody who deals in overseas uh, contracts, probably,
4: to explain it to you. All
0: right? Thank you so much, and thank
4: you, Mr. Ray Ren. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Bye. Let me do a shout-out only then we'll we'll wrap up but I want to do a shout out to a member you know every second and fourth Monday I do this food distribution thing and I've been um, volunteering with this um, non-profit organization here through through my Masonic fraternity me and some of my guys and every second and fourth Monday we go and help do the food distribution and um, we talk about it sometime up here and I talk about it on open mic and I had a, a family member that Um, I don't know, six months ago or better, he started saying, I want to come and help you do that one day. And he lives in Orlando, Florida. So we want to do a shout out to Captain Wonderful and his wife. They got on the car yesterday and drove up from Orlando, Florida, nine hours, just so they could be here this morning and help do the food distribution. took us about two and a half hours. And um, now he's heading his way back south, and he'll get back to Florida one day this week. But I just want to do a shout-out to Captain Florida and Mrs. Captain Florida who came up and helped out today. All right, sir. We're at the bottom half of the album. All right. While. All
1: right, guys. Wait, wait. We don't need no music. Hold on. I, I got to do a shout-out, too. And I got to tell you, guys, is... More arrays, personal information than I ever heard him give out on this call. <laughs> so I'm telling you. <laughs> so that, the fact that he, he does it and who he does it with, I was like, what? What the hell's going on? <laughs> so that usually doesn't happen to you all who know him. <laughs> that he even told you that much because he usually tells me, don't mention that. Don't say that. <laughs> so I'm kind of proud of him today. Anyway, all right. The sun must be shining where he at. It's a great day, but he does yeah. that. Matter of fact, I, I thought you forgot to send out the uh, the call time this morning because I didn't see it. I was like, okay, he must be still doing his thing. So we'll get it started late. But then it popped up. But anyway, great job, man. I'm proud of you. I'm
4: proud all of him right. Thank you. All Why right.
1: You do that. All right. Now play the music. <laughs> all right you guys it's a great Monday actually the news was really really good whether you realize it or not and I'm telling you Danny realized it that this is all optimistic and it, and it really is you should be about. let's see what the courts say tomorrow because that could be the start the end or the beginning of the end let's look at it that way in the end, could come most certainly during the month of March. We may not have to wait till April for the budget. It could be all over this month. And God, I'm hoping and praying that it is. So no bad news today. Banks aren't on alert yet, but I'll tell you when they are, and we'll see what happens after the court makes their decision tomorrow if they in fact go on alert. But we will see. So with that. I want you to do what I'm going to do, enjoy the rest of your day, be super fantastic while you're doing it, and share the super fantastic. Matter of fact, I would appreciate hearing some super fantastic stories. Some people have told me about that, but you guys just go wherever you go today and be super fantastic, letting them know, and just see what happens. I bet you could change your whole day.
4: All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us on this marvelous er Monday. And if um, we'll see what happens between now and Hump Day Wednesday, keep believing. We sure do.
0: This keeps me going on those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
4: out of here. Enjoy your marvelous Earth Monday.